0: Welcome to the Homeschooling Family Podcast. Here we discuss just about everything that comes into play when you're a Christian homeschooling family. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and on today's podcast, we're going to look at three specific things that will serve as a quick start guide to allow you to have the best homeschool year yet, whether it's your first or your 12th year of homeschooling. These very practical things are easy to implement. And I promise you will feel like you have a better handle on your days when you do. So you'll find a lot more peace within your family. Pretty or not, it's already August. So tis definitely the season to be having these discussions for sure. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive right in. wanted to give you three really quick things that's kind of a quick start guide to help you have a really smooth, really focused, really good homeschool year. And not even one of these has to do with academics. So I, I just thought this would be really helpful to kind of set our minds as we are all in the process or whatever stage of getting back into the swing of things. Sometimes we just need a reminder. Sometimes I need a reminder. And I was actually talking to a mom at church last night as she was getting ready to go back and as I was thinking through that conversation, I was like, there are some things that we could all really benefit from just thinking about right now. So three things, super quick start to have your best homeschool year yet. Number one, and I say this all the time, but the very first thing that I want to make sure that you do is make sure that you know why you're doing this. Why did you embark on this journey in the first place? Why did God call you to do this? If you've never taken the time to explore that, stop what you're doing right now Get with your spouse, ideally, and make sure that you write that down. Now, I did a, a video course and a Getting Started Homeschool book with my friend Rachel Carmen, and in that we really flesh out this question of your why, your foundation. So, I would encourage you to take a look at that, especially if you've never, never taken the time to do this. But here is why knowing why you're doing this is so important, because there are gonna come days when you're gonna be so mired in the minutiae that if you don't have something preferably written down, at least inscribed on your heart, as to why you started this crazy journey in the first place, you're just gonna get lost there in those details, in the mundane, in the things that you don't enjoy. And you're gonna lose sight of the bigger picture and the reason that you can have so much joy in this journey. So take the time to remember and preferably preferably write down your why so that you can go back to that on those hard days and remind yourself that this is a journey that God has called you on. This is a journey that the benefits way outweigh um, the sacrifices, the hurts. Uh, And this is something that you guys are really, really committed to. Now, in our case, as I have said many, many times, God initially called us to do this because we knew that our time with our children was very short and we wanted to take full advantage of the discipleship opportunities. What we didn't know at that point was how amazing those discipleship opportunities were going to be because we poured our lives into homeschooling and what other opportunities God was gonna give us because we took that first step of obedience. So if you're on the fence, if you feel like God is calling you to homeschool but you haven't quite been ready to pull the trigger, you just have no idea what God can do just with that one simple step of obedience. So I encourage you to be bold to, you know, our theme for this year was live boldly. Live boldly, take that step. Bring your children home, teach them diligently. You will never, ever regret it, even on those hard days, especially if you take the time to write down why you did this. So step number one in our quick start guide to a great new homeschool year, know why you're doing this. Step number two is I want you to determine right now what the non-negotiables for your home are. Now, let's just be honest homeschooling throws a lot of things into a bit of a tizzy you know we can't because we are injecting a whole nother role into our lives the full-time job of educating our children Sometimes, oftentimes, that pushes other roles to the side a little bit. One of those roles tends to be the level at which our house is kept. We are there all the time. The pressure that is put on our time and our home is pretty intense. So you're probably gonna have to make some concessions. You're gonna to have to let go of some things that you've long held dear <laughs> as far as your routines and the way that you do things. And that's hard for a lot of us to do. It's hard probably for all of us to do. So what I want to encourage you to do is find the one or two things that are non-negotiable for you, that if you get those done every day, it really calms your spirit. It really gives you a sense of accomplishment. It really adds peace to your home. In our family, i really find that if i make sure that the kitchen is cleaned up before i go to bed that way i can come downstairs in the morning get my coffee not be overwhelmed with the mess first thing Uh, that really helps me a lot the other thing that we started doing when my children were younger was we had zones Um, i have four children so i broke the home into four zones now that has nothing to do with their rooms but every night after dinner they were supposed to tidy up their zone so family room living room foyer, stairs all of these these different places just got a quick tidy that also added a lot of order to our home and that was like a five minute exercise every night after dinner. So I you know, I may not get vacuumed as often as I would like, I may not get dusted as often as I would like, but there are ways that you can stay on top of a few things that will just add peace. You know, we've learned very clearly, and I'm sure you know this too, that in a chaotic home where you you know there's so much stuff, there's so much trash, there's so much whatever, it's very hard for me as a mom to concentrate and it's almost impossible for our children to concentrate on what they're supposed to be doing. So we can go a long way towards our peace of mind and our children's success by just implementing a couple of really quick things that can be our non-negotiables every day. So I encourage you, number two, to find out for yourself what those non-negotiables are. Another one of mine is I like to have my bed made every day. That way when I fall in at night, mostly dead, at least I'm falling into sheets that have been pulled, covers that have been pulled up. It's just a nicer experience at the end of the day. Plus, anytime that I do manage to get upstairs, there is a little bit of calm there. Um, So those are kind of, uh, two and a half, three of my non-negotiables every day. Uh, And it does make a difference. You'll find, or at least I have found, that a lot of the mess around my house really is just trash or things that didn't get put away. And it's super fast, super easy for us to manage that right after dinner. Uh, Even now that my kids are teenagers, and so our mornings are very different, but our evenings are generally similar. So now, instead of always being right after dinner, because they're honestly not always here for dinner, um, but they are always here before they go to bed. So the rule now in our house is just before you go to bed, get your zone tidied up. Easy peasy. And then it adds just that little bit of calm um, back into our lives when we are functioning that way. And there, there are times when we've not done that very, very well, um, but just set out what your non-negotiables are, and I think that you'll find that it really does make a huge difference in how your homeschool year functions this season. Now number three is I want you to, t- to set up what your morning should look like, because if you start your day off on a good foot, you're going to find that the whole rest of the day follows suit. So. For me, I get up well before my children. I have my devotions, my quiet time with the Lord. I try to then generally wake them up and I'll t- go out for a walk where I'm able to pray and think and plan my day um, while they are doing their devotions and getting their stuff tidied up and getting ready for their day. When I come home, we normally start with Bible time around the table, we'll have breakfast, we'll share what God is teaching us. i talk talked quite a bit about that in other videos, so I'll try to link some of these things. But but we come together in that way. When they were younger, and I had a lot more flexibility in what we were doing, now they're all in high school and they're working and you know doing a bunch of different things. But when they were younger, we would come together around the table, as we do now, share what God was teaching us. We would then move on to doing the subjects that we could do together. A lot of times that meant reading history together, reading science together, reading literature together, doing things with, if we were working on a unit study, we'd move right into that. Doing the things that really set our minds on a high note. You know, we, we were conquering the things that we really loved um, because that set the stage for the rest of the day. And a lot of times that history time, science time, whatever in the morning combined with Bible time and sometimes literature would would stretch an hour, hour and a half easily. Um, but it was time when we were cuddling up together. We were thoroughly enjoying one another. We would talk and have great conversations about what we were learning or what we had just read or, or any of those things. And it was a great relationship building time But like I said, it set the stage for the rest of the day. After that morning time that I would have with my kids, I would normally have some kind of a break where I would do the breakfast dishes and just have them get some energy out because now we were going to go in and tackle the math, the English, the things that were a little bit harder for them and, you know, were more workbooky, not quite as fun necessarily. So determine what your mornings are going to look like and that way, even if the whole rest of your day goes awry, you know that you've got this parentheses of time that you can all look forward to and it really will set your day off on just a totally different You'll have something that you can count on, something that is enjoyable, something that is really growing those relationships. You're going to find all year, we're going to talk about building families and strengthening families through biblical home education. And these three steps are really going to be a great first wave of how you're going to get into doing that because it's going to add a lot of peace to your homeschool day. So I hope that this was helpful. If you've got other things that you think would be really helpful for other families to add into their Quick Start Guide, why don't you share them with us? I'm gonna share this on social media. Send me a note, let me know what are some of your ideas for other things that are kind of non-negotiable. But for our Quick Start Guide, number one, know why you're doing this, why you set out on this journey. Number two, determine what your non-negotiables are for your home, and a quick way to make sure that those things are managed so that you have the peace and calm that comes along with it as well as the sense of accomplishment that comes along with it. And number three, know what your mornings are gonna look like so that you can set the stage for your whole day. I really do believe that this will make all the difference in the world for your homeschool year this time. I talk to, whether they're new to homeschooling or have been doing it for a long time, they find themselves completely at a loss and even a little, or sometimes a lot, scared from time to time. Are they doing it right? Are they doing enough? Why are they even trying? (laughs) Because of these and about a thousand other conversations I've had through the years, David asked me to put together a curriculum of sorts to help homeschool families fully grasp the amazing call and privilege God has given them. Can you even imagine what would happen if the thousands of homeschool families who knew our great God would really key into the mission behind what God has called them to do? our world would be changed for sure as god's people pass their faith on to their children encourage one another to engage in the mission in their own communities and more later this week we'll be launching our brand new curriculum heart school and i invite you to join us on the pre-launch team in that class we're going to look at everything that heart schoolers need to know from the foundation of why you would heart school in the first place to the relationships impacted by it to how a heart schooler approaches the nuts and bolts of of homeschooling, like choosing curriculum, planning our days, and so on. I believe God will use this to change the thinking and maybe even the path you're on of all of those who tune in. To get in on the pre-launch, go to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash heart school info and we'll send you more details within the next few days please, please, please feel free to share that link with anyone else you know who could benefit from a class like that. I truly believe this is an incredibly important class for all Christian homeschoolers, and I'm certain God's timing is best in the release. Please join me by signing up for information at teachthemdiligently.net forward slash heartschoolinfo and have amazing rest of your day.